Welcome to episode 74 of the Weird Science Marvel Comics Podcast Weekend Edition going on right now. I'm here with Brandon, as I always am. And episode 74 goes out to Merlin Olson of the Rams, uh, Los Angeles Rams fame. But then uh, near and dear to my heart because he went on to star in Little House in the Prairie. And Father Murphy, but Little House on the Prairie was more my jam as a little kid, and it made me cry. Every time I watched that show, I ended up crying because there was some sort of sad sort of thing going on. If I ever made it past the theme song, I was probably mad at myself. Uh, Well, I'm telling you, they were running down that hill. Laura was all happy (laughs) collecting flowers, and then uh, I was soon to cry. Me and my mom used to watch that show. She used to make me watch Little House on the Prairie and horror movies, and and I like Little House on the Prairie way more than horror movies movies i hated horror movies i was she made not me a watch fan of horror them. movies as a kid yeah, she yeah. just made me watch those because she couldn't take it um but yes this is the a marvel weekend edition we have four books and mail as we always do on the weekends but i will tell you one thing we do is we do watch our profanity <laughs> see i yes. i i'm very careful too, about that. i spent too much time trying to get that soundbite by the way that's what i was <laughs> messing around it. with before we went i i have to what's that watch your profanity I will. How about what, what's going on with Brandon up there in Buffalo? The guy is drunk. The guy is drunk. But yes, we. Yeah, yeah really. You're getting ready for uh, Thrones, aren't yes, you? Uh, yes, it is Sunday, so stand. Thrones is coming uh, up. Yeah, I got uh, you beers know, ready. I just as soon as this oh is over, God. they're going. It, I, I wouldn't think that Game of Thrones is something to drink to, but hey, there you well, go. It, you it, see, do you have they, a drinking game? Actually, I, I love the drinking games in Buffalo. Here would be my idea of a drinking <laughs> game for Game of Thrones in Buffalo. A character enters the scene. That's a drink. A no. character exit the scene. That's a drink. A we character are going to drink every time someone dies drink. tonight. There's going to be a yeah. lot of death. So, but, so. but here's the thing is most of the times I laugh because, you know, I, I would say you are not what we'd call a casual drinker. No. Uh, so a yeah, you're a seasoned, you're the, a seasoned drinker. <laughs> so when say it is a death that you're going to drink to, that would probably be the Game of Thrones drinking game, right? Yep. If somebody dies, you drink. That does not mean up there in Buffalo that you're not drinking between deaths. You'll just end up chugging (laughs) a little teeny bit more. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) It's such a a foolish drinking game there because it's just, okay, we're going to drink until we pass out. But if somebody dies... We'll drink slightly yeah. more. That's what that's you power hour gets you. You know, you're sitting around the table. You got to drink yeah. every minute uh, when the timer goes off. But sometimes you know, a minute isn't is too long. Yeah, yeah that, the, that the is too long. Sip. Yes, <laughs> uh, I will tell you. Uh, back in my college days, this is what the last bit I have drank. I have not really drank more than one beer. I think in the last ten years. Uh, but I will tell you that one of the games I used to play was Watch your profanity. Hole is what we would play. See that. That's my beep then. I, I can't. I used to play that game. Eh, whole. Yes. Uh, but yes, I, exactly I, I used to play all the drink. About. I used to play all the drinking games. And when I was in the band that uh, I ended up being in in college to pay for my tuition and all that, we would just get free beer shots, all that. So I, I pretty much drank 
all the drinking I needed for my life during yeah, that. But, everybody kind of does things a little cleaner nowadays. I mean, when we were in college, we played beer pong. You drank right out of the same cups everyone else yeah, was using yeah, all night long. Yeah. Now they tend to just put water in those cups and drink out of the beer they drink yeah, from. We used to, when we were I in the band. that's we, why we, you know, we were no. a little tougher back then. Never Maybe. got sick. I'm telling you, in the band, we'd play the game called Chug the Beer. Uh, that's what yeah. we'd play. I remember they would actually, we would start our, our show and, you know, the people would be coming in and the first set, we'd usually play three sets. And by the, the first set, we'd kind of be drinking, you know, by the second or third set, each of us just had our own pitcher. We'd just chug it. Plus, we used to get, have a thing in our, you know, the, it wasn't quite a rider. I don't want to make it seem like we were that fancy, but we had agreements. And one of the agreements was we would get rumple mints, which Ooh. for some reason became like our, our band drink. Your band drink was, yeah. the, the worst was the next day, you'd do all these shots. And also when you're, you're in a band, you're giving other people shots and things, but it would get spilled all over me. And the next day I'd wake up hungover and I'd like lick my lips and I'd just taste peppermint. It would, yep. Oh, it'd make me uh, ill. Yeah. Gag reflex uh, yes. right there. See, this is what you get for uh, tuning into the weekend edition. Such yes. talk like this. But I will tell you that we have a website where we review almost every Marvel book. And I'm, I'm desperately trying to get the review copies from Marvel. Hint, hint. If anybody's listening, well, anybody, if, my, if Mr. Marble is out, out there. there listening right now, he's smoking a cigar going, who are these guys talking about the drinkings? Uh, we would we'd really like to have those review copies. That, yeah, that would be very would nice it of you. get a head start and, on the week. Yes, it, would, it would. And we'd be able to actually cover a lot more. So, yeah, we're trying to get that. But we're doing uh, what we can with what we have at the moment and kind of getting in the double digits of reviews each week. But you go over to weirdsciencemarvelcomics.com and check out those more and more people are joining in including uh dispatch dcu who has a mail tonight you'll hear from him a little later yeah he's back he i'll tell you the behind the scenes uh, of dispatch dcu which gets me very angry how he was treated by other sites and other people but that's for that's for behind the scenes <laughs> talk uh but we also have an email that you can email us and get on the show and become part of the show uh, i always say on the dc deal you email and you become one of the stars of the show uh, and i think that's true uh you end up uh, writing in and you get a lot of focus we read every email that is sent uh and that is weird science marvel comics at gmail.com and the last thing i will mention we have a patreon account where you can go over and support us for this show for the dc show and if you go over to patreon at patreon.com slash weird science you will get many other bonus shows exclusive to the patreon one of the big things is the spotlight but before i go into that i do have to mention me and brandon ended up doing our episode one of the marvel comics event podcast that Mm -hmm. we have on the patreon where me and brandon are going to go through all of the marvel events one at a time it's going to take a little a couple episodes for each uh but we started with the avengers kree scroll war part one and boy we we actually had some fun doing that it's very goofy you get a lot of captain marvel marvel you get a uh very miserable vision some good hairdos good hairdos you get uh if if you i don't know why you'd like the deal but if you want to see uh janet van dyne get slapped around a lot she really gets knocked around in that uh and things like that also seeing one comic in particular she's famous for being slapped for i think she should be famous for every comic she's ever been in yeah yeah she just gets knocked around (laughs) and this is just knocked around like trying to help her knock around like you know what i mean it's like we can't have her around and they slaps in the face nobody just tells her to just 
go off and hey, you're you're yeah. in danger. They seem to have to knock her out. But they you also do. get uh, Clint Barton's Goliath, which yeah. is a crazy deal that I was character. not. I was not very aware of it. Yeah. Uh, and Ronan the Accuser. You I get a lot of things sure going it was on. The same Clint Barton. Yeah, I did too. And it is. <laughs> it He's humongous. He's huge. Uh, we also have a spotlight each week where we spotlight two books as picked by the bad butts of the Fresh Start crew. Uh, there. What up, Fresh Cup crew? Yeah, there's wrong turn. Yeah, there He's go. down. And they get to pick which ones are going on. Uh, last week, uh, the le- week that we just passed, we did do War of the Realms, Uncanny X-Men number one, and Superior Spider-Man number five. And me and Brandon do those together on Wednesday nights. So that's the first thing that comes out for the week uh, for the Marvel podcast. So if you want to get involved in hearing those two books each week that aren't featured on our regular shows and get a lot of other shows as well, check out Patreon that comes slash weird science now next week the uh also if you're a bad butt you get to you know you get to vote and the vote is going on right now and right now it's a three-way race now two of these (laughs) books possibly will be on there maybe the three we'll see because savage avengers number one the war of the realms number three those are big picks those are big books also, Star Wars Age of Rebellion, Han Solo, number one, just to screw Brandon because yes, he does not like is, or uh, read Star Wars. That is Wars, definitely so. what's going on there. Oh, yeah. And that's what happens <laughs> when you when you become a bad butt. One of the things that you can do is, you know, tighten the screws on us and, and really get us upset and things like that. But we're going to go on to the books now. We're going to go two books, then mail, and then finish with two more books. And we're going to start with a book that's, not, you know, usually my book, and that is The Event. Avengers number 18. This is a War of the Realms tie-in, kind yeah, of. I didn't even realize that of. this week. That's totally what it forgot. says. Yeah. And it is written by Jason Aaron, art by Ed McGinnis, inks by Mark Morales, colors by Justin Ponzer, and letters by one VC's Corey Pettit. The Avengers have been struggling to keep the peace between several aggressive factions, including Russia's Winter Garden, Namor's Defenders of the Deep. But the U.S. government's response to an Avengers team that won't fall in line may be about to upset that delicate balance. Enter ancient Coulson Squadron Supreme of America, just in time for the Ten Realms to break out into an all-out war. And uh, in my mind, you have Jason Aaron, he's off doing his War of the Realms stuff. So he has this book, he also has Thor as well, as doing the War yeah. of the Realms. So Whatever one of the books... other side-ins he's, he's Yeah, yeah. On, so too. some of these books are going to kind of not take a hit, but they're going to have to do stuff that's not exactly, you know, going to be time intensive for him to do. And this is one of those issues in my mind, because <laughs> yeah. we had set up Coulson before in this run. We also set up kind of the Squadron Supreme. Uh, uh, this is actually basically an issue just to introduce them and to get them going. Yeah, or and, and reintroduce, as, basically, because yeah, we haven't seen them in a is, while. Yeah, and as that goes, uh, I didn't mind it. Now, if you want to go fully, is this necessary for the War of the Realms right now? I don't think so. But what it is necessary in my mind is just in this run. If you're going to be involved in the Avengers run, this is going to kind of come as much as the Winter Guard. I mean, the Winter Guard was introduced and we, you know, did we really spend a lot of time with them? They were more involved as side characters in the background of the Vampire Civil War that we had. But, you know, they weren't necessarily at one point. We we also have the agents of Wakanda out there. We have a (laughs) lot of these groups out there. So we get this. And basically, if you weren't aware 
of the Squadron Supreme and what this one is and whatnot, you're going to get an idea. And it's pretty much like you said, it's a roll call issue of them. You know, you have uh, Mark Milton, Hyperion and and all these is what's funny to me is you get these you know, the setup of what's going on and they are the Justice League. They're the Amalgam yeah, Marvel definitely. Justice League. I mean, you have, you know, Batman as Nighthawk, you have Hyperion as uh, what's called Superman. Uh, and as you go, you get all of these going on. And I like it at one point. They even, Jason Aaron even plays the joke and says, okay, here we are. You're DC's greatest heroes. And it just <laughs> means Washington, D.C., but it's funny to say (laughs) D.C.'s greatest heroes. And, yeah, they're the Squadron Supreme. Um, You can tell me a little more about it because there's not that much to say about this, really. It's a roll call. So you go through the different scenes of what these people are doing and and how they're killing time in everyday life when they're not Squadron Supreme and – yeah. I don't know the, the uh, I, I don't even know any of their names. Mark Milton, the first guy, he's a he's yeah. just a teacher that and he's, you know, he's I, I, I recognize this life. I would be just yelling, yeah, get get to the cafeteria real quick. Yeah, I don't want to yeah. teach this class anymore. You know? Yeah, Seems really, because they're not paying attention. <laughs> and, and he's there and he's like, he's just waiting for the alarm to go off. Yeah. And then he's going to go off. He so you have him. Coming. Then you, you have uh, Power Princess, who is actually looks like an MMA fighter, yeah. uh, who actually, I like the idea of it where she has this amulet that makes it so that she's Dulls not overpowered. Power. She'd, yeah. she'd kill people. Oh, yeah. And, and she even says she is a little sadistic you know like man i i like to feel pain it makes me feel alive things like that you she have likes two uh, things pain and beer yeah that's what it seems and and it is <laughs> funny because there, guess, they huh? say she's kind of like a combo of like hulk and thor and yeah. it, she is well, well, uh, but yeah, she, because we she's get the wonder twist. woman yeah these people yeah. are kind of being mind controlled yeah they're being eventually. controlled mm-hmm. and they actually are being controlled in a way if if they're not necessarily not like androids, because it almost seems that sort of way they can, that's they die, they have dials. Yeah. That's they, what you I know, thought we were going at first, that they were all just LMDs, but no, it appears to be something a little more yeah, sinister. It's and a weird mind control though. The mind control is like, okay. Um, it, it's very, uh, yeah, almost it, like video game esque. It it's like, appear okay. There's like some hidden dial that we're not aware well, they of. In say, the background. They say though, like <laughs> they, they just say dial up the strength and the lust and dial down the, this, you know, they actually have a program that they can change how they act. And yeah. that just seems to me like it's going to go crazy. And with that, they are finagling, you know, this love affair between uh uh, Power Princess and Hyperion Nighthawk, who is definitely the you know the Batman of yeah. the group. He's just there. No, like, he's the Superman. Uh, Hyperion would be the Superman. No, Hyperion's Night- the Superman. Yeah, Nighthawk Nighthawk's is the, the Batman. Batman. Yeah, I'm too, saying yeah. Night- Nighthawk is the Bat- Batman, and he's sitting there, and he's like. Yeah, I don't trust what's going on. They're <laughs> they're finagling this this uh you know power princess and and, and Hyperion. I'm going to look into that, but they're looking into him. They see all that's going on. Yeah. Like, yeah, this is good. Up it's the up the paranoia and him. Thing, yeah, yeah. And then you have the blur, which is pretty much the Flash, Flash and he's yep. there, and then you know he's fighting. And as Who we go in, that the other fight, guy is the Green Lantern. It's the Green Lantern. Spectrum, yeah, yeah, it's the Green Lantern. He has instead of a. Uh, a ring he ends up having this kind of like this crystal uh this you know diamond prism thing that is the colors of the spectrum <laughs> uh, and i i'm telling you it's pretty funny and then when we were on slack somebody did put up the splash page 
of the whole team where they're like, hey, the Squadron Supreme of America. And right away, Eric's like, he, he messages me and goes, what's going on at Marvel over there? Why do they have? And he's like, what why do you they like have? To know, Eric? A, a, what he thinks this is in his mind, it's Donna Troy, uh, Wonder Woman. It is a Roy Harper Arsenal Superman, a uh, a Hawkman Batman. He's he's going through this whole thing, a Spectre type Green uh, Lantern, and then the Flash. He said the Flash. Yeah. The he, he just you goes with really the blurs the, the Flash. But he's like going sure. down these things, and I'm telling you, I did get a chuckle out of hey. You know who you are? Why you're DC's greatest heroes, and they're going to go off. And and with that, the the Squadron Supreme to me they would be good guys, right? Yeah. But Coulson we've seen as a bad guy. Coulson yeah. has killed He's people already something. in yep. this run. He's up to something. He's not. He doesn't have great intentions. They are against the Avengers. They think you know, and they're against everyone. This is pretty much USA, USA. You know, Avengers. You're too busy helping the world. We want to help something USA here. And yeah, the, the thing that ties all this in the twist is, is that it seems like they're going to be used for, you know, bad things. Now, in the meantime, they do get called in because there are these, you know, attacks on America from the War of the Realms. And it's it's a loose War of the Realms tie in, really. Yeah. I mean, you're there. You're more interested in seeing this roll call, figuring out the squadron, seeing. Yeah, them, I'm you know, just trying to get their names down at this yeah, point. Yeah, you know? so and I'm so not looking you, back every Two but pages. you do have them fighting, you know, frost giants and pretty much fighting the frost giants to tell them, get out of the US. Yeah. And it made me <laughs> laugh. Giants basically, are chumps, yeah. Yeah, and the Frost Giants, they just drive them through Buffalo, uh, over the falls, <laughs> yeah, and then once they hit Canada, the they're Queenston, like... They're walking Queenston-Lewiston yeah. Bridge right now, yep. Yeah, they do not care once they leave the U.S. They are only there for the U.S., and this is very specific here, and that's definitely, to me, the continuing uh, conflict they'll have with the Avengers. Now, obviously, there's also Namor going on you are going to have you know the winter guard but it's more namor and they even think that at one point namor might have attacked and they're like no no it's not namor uh so i think that what's going to happen is they're going to get a little too you know handsy with with protecting america the avengers are not going to like that and it's going to you know be the deal also also it could boil over the fact of pushing not just the war of the realms but pushing all these bad guys or any threat just out of just America to a into different Canada, country. Mexico, yeah, not somewhere technically else. dealing with yeah. it, just yeah, moving and I it like elsewhere. it too. It just they are there at the border there. Uh, uh, basically, what well, should we go after them? No, no, they're Canada's fight. Yeah. And they even say they basically yeah, cleaned Nighthawk. up by pushing all the garbage into the closet. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's funny, Nighthawk's <laughs> like, they'll be in Canada soon, and we aren't Canada's greatest heroes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because you know, there's only Wolverine. I, I don't I'm telling they you, swept you everything uh, under the all rug. Of the, we'll worry about yeah, it really. later. And and so at the end, you do have Colson like, oh, yeah, and he's talking to somebody and, and you have him, you know, here's a toast, some wine for the red, white, Eating blue. zebra. Gross. Yeah, eating zebra. <laughs> and then the end is indeed, though, mostly red, I hope. And that's the big reveal at the end is who he's working for. Who is that that, that he's working that's for? That's Mephesto. And he's, I thought it was Mephesto. Yeah, it's weird. He looks different to he me. He does. He, everybody draws yeah. him a little. He looks kind of like a half horseman. I here. actually didn't want to say it's <laughs> Mephesto just because the fact. That it seemed like yeah. maybe he was some other oh, no, devil those, those demon. Dialogue bu- bubbles are definitely Mephesto all the way. Uh, you know, yeah, he, they are. He's kind of got some background things going in Champions too. Yeah, and yeah, he has 
saw all these things going Aaron's on. Aaron's yeah. still mad. Uh, they've never spelled out from that, uh, you know, excuse my language here, the damned storyline, What? why he got out of jail in Las Watch Vegas. Profanity. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, I know you get that. Uh, so, yeah, there's he's, some lingering threads. We're kind of wondering what, what he's really up yeah. to because he seems to have his hands in a lot of different things right yeah. now, including yeah, like Spider-Man book. He, he just seemed a little different. I didn't want to. And again, I'm yeah, not exactly learned on a lot of things. Feel to him. Like, yeah, like it's weird. But then he was, I think he has horse legs. Well, he he may have horse legs, but he doesn't mind eating zebra. <laughs> yes, uh, it's weird, right? right? Yeah, it's very odd. But uh, cannibalism I, going on there. I, I thought this is one of those weird issues, and uh, that if I was going to rate this as a pure War of the Realms tie-in, if you are not reading the Avengers and you are going and saying, "I want to know which War of the Realms tie-ins I need to read." As far as I can tell at this point, you can pass on this. Yeah. There, there's no real it's reason. It's more of an but, Avengers book. With, yeah, like, like I said. This is and, how and, I like the tie-ins. If I'm reading the Avengers book and I want to ignore War of the Realms, but it's yeah, in my yeah. book anyway, this is how I would and like they, my tie-in they end done. up just, yeah, just a little thing to push the narrative in this book with the War of the Realms being the, we're not Canada's greatest heroes, we're just the US, blah, 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 get out of here. Uh, and... I like the idea, though, that while Jason Aaron is off doing his big story, uh, he can tie up some of these loose ends. And, yeah, we the biggest complaint we've had on a lot of books, and the Avengers being one of them, is it's jumping around a lot. We, we end yeah. up with stories that, you know, switch, and then you leave this thing. Well, if you end up where I know that Jason Aaron's busy right now, and instead of having another writer, a la Venom, that we're going to talk about later, uh, instead of going that route, he can just use these as as a little more of a singular stories to tie sense and i'm i'm fine if next issue was agents of wakanda roll call and see what they're up to i'd be in i, I, I would i, and, I and really so want that, more of that i've been begging for yeah. more of that <laughs> and then at the end you know they we still get, watching like Robbie's you said brother? i'm gonna yeah yeah really maybe <laughs> uh, you know there's more of the wrong stuff going on you better protect him uh so i'm gonna rate this though as a an adventures book and not just a tie-in to the because to me the tie-in on the top was just to sell some copies yeah. as well and that throwing but as that is i'm actually going to be more positive than i've seen a lot of people i'm going eight out of ten uh because i i got a chuckle out of it i actually liked it it's one of those where i read it and yes there's not a ton of story going on uh, you know to progress anything but what are you going to progress when you're in the middle of war of yeah, the realm you're stuck uh, where and that's you're what at. if you ended up having Having some crazy Avenger story that didn't tie so well in, then it would kind of take away from the War of the Realms. Yeah. Also, you're like, that wait you're a like, minute, caps somewhere else. That's right what I'm now. saying. Yeah. yeah, and that that happens a lot in comics, and you you know you usually push that aside. Like, oh, why is the why are the Avengers doing this? Or even when we had Captain Marvel, the book, uh, you know, the number one, and like, why are they upset about her being in space when she was? You know, it, there are some glitches when you try to do that. So I don't mind this, and it tied. You know. They they, they reference the War of the Realms. They go and fight Frost Giants. So at least we see it's in this time frame. See, I'm going at it a 10. I don't think you're going to be as positive. I'm right? going to be just under you, though. I'm going to give it a 7.5. Okay. Uh, I, I like the Avengers aspect of the story. And, uh, you know, not necessarily how they tied it into War of Realms, but that the tie-in yeah. wasn't so heavy that, you know, it, it takes you out of what's happening in the Avengers book. And I, yeah. I definitely like the roll call of the Squadron Supreme just to – even just remind myself of who these characters and are remind and what it, they it's do. It's me learning. Yeah, I, I don't well, really know that, them. Yeah, I, so I yeah. feel like that issue we got with them featured really heavily was like 
I don't know, 10 issues ago at this point. It was so, so long yeah, ago. I, yeah, I don't remember yeah. it very well. So, so I, I didn't mind this. This was, this was fun yeah, recap. And, and I like the extra twist where we see Mephesto is influencing Colson and, and it's I, all I at just, play with I was that, still worried so. about that zebra. <laughs> know, that poor zebra. zebra. <laughs> and it's crazy, the zebra. But uh, we're going to move on to the next book. And it's a book that you reviewed on the site. And a book that this is the penultimate issue. Yep. And I, uh, me and you both really like this I book. Do. We're, we're yeah. really digging it. I think it. we're and down a little bit on issue three, but this one definitely gets me back on board for the finale. Yeah, yeah I like it. And there's a twist at the end. Yep. But uh, give me give me the stats. Yeah, we got writers, the Sosa Sisters, Jen and Sylvia, artist Flaviano, colors by Veronica Gandini, and letters by VC Joe Carmanga. Aided by local peacekeeper Tiger Tiger, and Tiger's right-hand man, Tech Ed, Natasha infil- infiltrated a party incognito. Unfortunately, her disguise didn't fool the prince, and he ordered v- Vlad to remove her. Instead, Vlad poisoned her. When she awoke, Widow found herself blindfolded and bound to the chair, the next subject of No Restraints Play. No Restraints NRP. Play. <laughs> NRP and yeah, Tiger Tiger's like there. They're, they're that podcast to... company. <laughs> yeah, really, it does. Uh, you have Tiger Tiger, and she's kind of PO. She thinks that pretty much Black Widow's going to go off on her own yeah. and kind of leave them uh, in the dust. Well, then you have Tech Ed, who's like, no, no, no. She, she's captured. They're going live. They're going on here. They're going live, and you know, it looks like Natasha's the one that they're going to, you know kill yeah. or maim or torture or whatever She's they the want the next victim and, yeah. whatever and the, the this, sickos decide to do they do yeah and and with this setup uh i'm in t- you know like you said we were a little down the last issue but as we get into this i, I was pretty you know i was pretty gung-ho going because i want to see black widow kick some kick some butt i i want to see her do bad butt things to these awful people i'm telling you by the middle of the issue when she actually gets out and then we see the kids now i want her to kill every single person that's involved with this it really threw oh, me yeah. off and i by really think that flaviano page, yeah that page i'm like oh i, just I could end tell everybody. you i could tell you that i could you know in, in if i was caught at the wrong moment not like this afternoon while I was reading this, man, it couldn't have been then, but I, I got a little misty eyed. I actually felt so bad kind of thinking about, because it's not just seeing that, Oh, Hey, there they are. They had kids just seeing these kids just beat up and yep. one with the, the eye patch, like a little Eric Shea, you know, them, and yeah. bandages. And the one girl won't even let go of the cage because she's just crying. And she, you know, in my mind, look, there's just cuts on her legs and there's I I want these people legitimately to be killed in horrific ways, yeah. and the way I, the Soska sisters play this the up, end, the, that they don't, yeah. they're not harder on the prince. Like I, he's yeah. got to have a bigger role in this than he's really yeah, letting they, on. Well, this is the thing, you know. Yeah, I think he's completely innocent. That's the thing. <laughs> uh, we'll talk about that at the end. I, it's just a setup. The the worst part is, you know, spoiler alert. The bad guy's Tech Ed. He's yep, the one running I know. this whole thing. It was a crazy thing. twist. <laughs> and he is ending up running it, and he has set up in this twist in a very smart way, I think the Soska sisters do, to at the end pretty much kill the three people that would be able to know that he's to involved. Pin it on he, him, yeah. If this bomb, if this missile kills, you know, Tiger, Tiger, the Prince, and Black Widow, 
Tech Ed gets away scot-free yeah. and is able to do these awful things for as long as he wants. So this is where I actually smiled at the end. It's an awful thing, the twist and what, but I want to see, because I'm telling you, I didn't trust that Tech Ed. He's, he's a, yeah, he's a, am, I allowed, am I allowed a D-bag? It, it was, he reminded me a he's lot a of that, the male character in the Captain Marvel book right now that where yeah, you're just like, yeah, yeah the one dude just is up jerk. to something. Yeah. Yeah. So you have this where Vlad has, you know, Natasha and she, I like that the way she gets out, even after, and you have her with the earpiece with Tech Ed, and you know, you have this bad guy, and he's like, oh, looks like you, you need a drink. You water know, time for, yeah. play time's over, pussycat. And he puts the water, yeah, water Watch your profanity. It, yeah. <laughs> it ends up with the, uh, the earpiece shorting out. But I love the way that Natasha gets out of being captured. It's basically because the bad guy does not know yeah, how to tie a, bad, a knot properly. Guy. I know. He's a bad, <laughs> bad guy because I think that this is another subtle deal. They're not used to a yeah. black widow. They're, not, they're, they're not used tra- to a yeah, yeah, they're kids. used to a four-year-old kid. Right, exactly. They're used to a six-year-old girl who can't get out, which makes me hate them more. Right. That they that's how bad they well, are. Like they they're don't letting even their guard try. down a little bit here, too, because yeah, yeah they're well, so used I to dealing they, with kids. They're yeah, I don't think that they assassins. have any no idea what they're doing with yeah. her. And they, they think that they're upping the ante. And it's obvious that the tables turn very quickly, yep. and and she ends up and uh, Flaviano. I I really like. I the love art. the first no, Flavia- splash page. The like oh, recap yeah. splash page. It's almost like the. I would say that Flaviano might be my second favorite action artist now to our man Juan wow, Ferreira yeah. uh, because boy, that splash page is great. It's great. And, and just there's the another one of, later too. Yeah, just the idea of thinking the way you're going to do this is just with multiple, you know, Black Widow showing the progression of how it goes it's awesome and she does go to town she ends up going to town against all she these and, so and even explains too, in that mask oh, like yeah, oh my yeah, god yeah. <laughs> and even when they're going the idea where she's t- thinking to herself like you know what it's easier to fight people when they're in groups because they get in each other's yeah, they way get they get clumsy and they're all together and she is going and you see her if you follow the progression these guys are shooting each other she's doing the classic where she ends up you know elbowing a guy while they while she grabs his gun to shoot another I, I guy in the who leg was watching who falls no down the the show yet because the, they didn't realize black widow got out of there and vlad got timed up because he gets yeah. filled with bullets yeah this guy. yeah 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 because they bust in they think that it's her they come in and just blast with bullets Holy and that, while this it's is going like on robocop all over oh, again yeah yeah it is tiger tiger she goes off and goes and finds the kids while all this is going on basically it is uh and even with the idea if you go with tech ed even like hey you know try to you know get them a little going right now so that you can waste some time whatever yeah, i think because he's, he's trying to hack dead. the system like that's yeah his he's excuse. trying to hack the deal yeah, yeah. He's, and I, he's doing I also that. think at that point he's just trying to get her killed you know yeah that's what i think and and uh, she, they end up getting these kids as as uh, Tiger Tiger gets them out. Black Widow just goes to town, oh. and then the whole place gets set on fire. <laughs> and she has and the I'm telling you, line to that line where she's like, "How'd she get out?" She's like, "She didn't get out." Yeah, yeah. You just let her out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she comes down on all yeah, these. Yeah, she's people. just down on them. She goes out <laughs> and ends up seeing all these kids. 
and ends up just kind of like, you know, and, and with the, the way it's written, it's not fully forced in. But, yeah, I, I would think that she's thinking back at her time, you know, in the Red Room and stuff like that and how she was mistreated as a child and things like that and just sees these awful kids. And I like that what we do then is we actually do go and see these kids being treated well, where you have yeah, uh, Tiger Tiger's just like, listen anything these kids want whatever food get. you can it, imagine I mean, uh, and 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 it's well played where the one girl's like uh can i get some milk please and, and the sir of course you can madam uh would you like it cold room temperature warm cow goat almond soy i mean they get the pick every choice they want whatever awesome. they want and uh you have that really bad off little girl natasha seems to have taken you know a liking to her and picks her up and just you know and also she kind of has red hair and stuff like that yeah. so she's looking at her poor and little girl's hair is all it, butchered yeah, it's too all butchered <laughs> off that was the one that was all sliced up and, and you have tiger tiger say to tech ed like listen don't just look at this and think that you know you misread the situation that is not a soft woman that that is yeah. a, somebody who's going to kill people if they moment. get in the way and and the weird thing is is by the end I just sit there and I'm like, why is he looking? Because he is a I piece know. of crap. Yep. I uh, know. You just wanted to punch him right in the oh throat right God, there. Oh, my God. Yeah, because <laughs> then he's going. He's like, okay, we found out what's going on. And this is where, again, I, I think that if people aren't reading this, I think that you have to read this and, and get the subtlety of this and just the kind of the clever way it is because it ends up with Tech Ed saying it was the prince all along. If that's the case – now we're going into kind of, oh, really? Like all these yeah. issues are wasted when like, you oh, had the prince a couple issues a ago. Setup. So I he's know. like, listen, here's what you have to do. You have to go where he is right now. Get him, put this in, this worm drive thing, and, and download his hard drive so that we can we can nail him. We'll, we'll Get all the him. info, yeah. All it is is a tracker so that they can go. They confront the princess like, hey, what's going on <laughs> Tiger, tiger. Such a wuss. She, she punches him right in the face and <laughs> Natasha's just standing there dang, right in the face and says you know how dare you end up doing all of this nonsense I, I'm, we're going to kill you uh, you hurt kids you piece of crap and he's like what, what no like what's going on they're like you know where's Vlad he he Vlad ain't here Vlad's dead baby <laughs> and he's like him. really <laughs> was he involved in these kids thing and they're like Really? Like, why are you even pretending that this isn't a thing that you're doing? We're going to get the stuff off of your laptop right now, your hard drive, and, and you're done. You're gone. He's like, no, no, no. Go over and go see it. Yeah, go and do go it. Ahead. If anything can help these kids, please, you know, do I'm this. Yeah. And they go. And as it starts, it's loading. It's not, you know, uploading. It's loading this virus deal, which to me is going to cover his tracks. Tech yeah. Ed. It's almost a like little... also the screen people thought was going to happen when Y2K hit. Yeah, like yeah. just it'd be laughing at well, you. Yeah, well, that's everything. Tech Ed. <laughs> Tech Ed has made the thing. And he's like, goodbye, ladies. Thanks for all the cash and laughs. Good night, sweet prince. May a thousand angels sing thee to thy slumber. And they're like, what is it? And that's where, uh, you know, Black Widow's like, this is not a hard drive. It's a homing beacon. And there's a missile that comes and blows up this whole upper, you know, level of where his penthouse is and his thing. So, yeah, it's been tech ed all along. He's been, you know, kind of pushing them along, push them towards so that they could get Black Widow and get even more money. Uh, Things like that. And the prince is just a fall guy because I think that he's just dumb. He's just a guy who's doing his (laughs) thing and kind of, you know, got a lot of money and doesn't care what goes on behind him. And I think because it's Marjapur, I think that they're 
they're playing with the idea that a prince here, he has to be bad. You know, he can't yeah. be on the up and up. I actually think he's fully just a goofball. He's just a big dummy. Yeah, yeah, I think he's a big dummy who doesn't do anything bad. I just think he's a big dummy, a prince who has a lot of money and he's just hanging. Like look parties, at those pants he's like wearing. Yeah. I mean, those pants are ridiculous. They <laughs> look know, like there's like clouds and pants. stuff. I don't know what's going on. Tie-dye pants and a purple shirt and he's it's golfing. Like Zubas, and a, yeah, and he's doing some, you know, virtual golf. That, that's all he cares about. Uh, yeah, so they're all duped. The, the biggest thing that his problem was is he got involved, uh, you know, with being a target. That's all it was. Yep. And and his guy, Vlad, who was his security guy, was involved. And I think that they were just kind of siphoning money off of him and he was duped, I, I would really guess. But yeah, by the end of this, I really like this this series. And, and this is where I, I just want to point out, because we did have some issues on on uh, our Twitter and on the site where we did review, and Andrew did, Andrew and Belfast reviewed the Darth Vader uh, comic that a lot of people said was really not Causing giving a strong light there. with, with yeah. the ladies. And, oh, man, where are Marvel, where are your strong women leads and why are – you don't get any stronger than Black Widow in this one. I mean, no, you want to see a, a woman who is going to take charge and, and make it so that, I mean, I think it's awesome. I love everything that they're doing. Now, again, are there people that are going to complain that she's just maiming and killing everybody she comes across? I don't think Probably, so. But maybe. if they do, they do. I love it. I love it. And in fact, as too. we go through this week's books, it kind of the Marvel side of things has been something that I've enjoyed mainly because I thought this was where the fun was. And it, it has been for me. It's a lot. Yeah. The books are a lot more fun uh, in general than the DC stuff. But I do like when a lot of the characters over at Marvel, when when the poop hits the fan. And it's time to get down to business. There, there's a couple killings this this yeah. week in the books. <laughs> yeah. And I, I don't think I have wrong turn saying I like the killing, but I do like the killing, especially when it's pieces of poop like this. Uh, you yeah, even have definitely. in Venom, uh, you know, Venom later, you know, you have Eddie, you know, snap necks and things like that. I, I like it. I like when you when you it's not crossing the line to me when somebody else has already crossed the line. And the people in this book have all crossed the line. So they do deserve everything they get but yeah what'd you give this on the site uh, i gave it a 9.0 just i mean i love the art yeah. uh, i think the story's great and the twist at the end really you know not necessarily that my attention was waning in the series but just peaked it again once again you know um it just kind of keeps me looking forward to the next issue every time yeah. i get one and i i would really look forward to whatever the social sisters end up yeah. writing next i you know regardless of what character it is really i like the killing I do too, wrong turn. I do. Yeah, I'm, yes. I'm actually going to go 9-3. I'm going to go a little higher than you. I, I could even go as a 9-5 with the idea yeah. of uh, a lot of times when when I read a book and if I'm thinking of the review score, I think of if I get pumped up or excited, which I did, but also the idea of is, is it right for the character? You know, do I like the character afterwards? And yeah, she's doing just you know bloody things but they're bloody things that need to be done and so yeah i am the heck with it i'm going nine five i'm going nine five because i like this book so much yeah, no and this is here. one of those like a cosmic ghost rider that I'm going to be upset when it's over, that it wasn't an, an ongoing. But maybe it's because maybe this book is better off this way yeah. uh, just to kind of see how it goes. We have one solid story. And then maybe, maybe if the sales, because the sales for 
this last month sales, February's or March's March uh, sales, they're not out yet, which is yeah, weird. We're, we're almost done and they're on. not out. So when those come out, <laughs> I'm definitely going to go right to this because maybe if it's sold enough, you know, you have a couple months and then they come back with with another series with the Soska sisters doing it because I, I think they do a really good job. Uh, but, yeah, we're going to move on now to the mail section of the podcast. And that means I need to get a wrong turn. No, it's mail call. It is mail call. <laughs> we're going to start with Jacob with a K who says, what's up, Weird Science Krill? I think I speak about for all of us when I say War of the Realms is looking to be a really good event. Uh, yeah, I, I like it. So I like far, the so main good. book. More than a lot of the tie-ins, so yeah, you know, the, the tie-ins have been hit or miss. There've been both a few were, little gems. Yeah, well, he says both War of the Realms Punisher, which you liked, and Venom were yeah, outstanding, like in my opinion. Now, Venom is just a regular going on tie-in Punisher. You have that, you know, the deal, and I think those the the books that are War of the Realms, you know colon punisher centric uh, yeah. yeah i like those a little more except that journey in the mystery that was nonsense punisher yeah. single-handedly yeah, taking on frost giants and dark elves was amazing <laughs> so funny that everybody likes that book more than me i, know. I liked it I enough know. i just didn't like it as much as the regular ones <laughs> it'll be interesting to see eddie uh pilot a symbiote by himself without venom helping him Man, spoilers. But yeah, we'll be talking about that <laughs> later uh, tonight. Uh, but yeah, I, I actually, I think I like that Venom one, though, uh, more than a lot of people. So when we get to that, you'll hear that. I was disappointed with Journey into Mystery. Yeah, so was I. <laughs> I was looking forward club. to seeing Miles Morales <laughs> and Thory in this event. But I'm sad they're being used up like this. And Thory, that, that ain't my Thory. I that, know, that not Thory, my, I mean, he really, looks different. He looks I'm different. And boy, Thory's when, evil twin. When do you get so talky? I mean, I like I Thory, where he's like, Thory, bite leg. Thory, good. Yes. Not, you know, I think that if you come by here, I may <laughs> bite your leg, kind sir. Like right. he's all said, there are a few too many pop culture references in this first issue that just left me unsatisfied. Personally, I'm liking the HU issues more than the actual Hunted book. Wanted to know if you guys felt the same way. The Gibbon issue was well done. Gibbon issue is my favorite issue of Amazing yeah. Spider-Man so far easily yeah. and the lizard issue gave me more insight in the character i uh we didn't talk about the lizard issue and i didn't review it on the site yeah. dispatch dc See, did. that was all inside i don't disagree with them about giving insight into the character but it was all recap to I me don't know so why it wasn't that one really threw me off even that one threw me yeah. off and i ended up reading well, it there wasn't I mean, there wasn't that emotional no. hanger like there was in, you know, Gibbon or, or um, even Black Cat. Like this one was more of just a recap story. Yeah, when we talked and about the Black Cat. a little bit at the end, but not yeah. so much. When we talked I, about I, I Black Cat, I, know where it's I going, was skewed. But. Uh, I, I was a little biased because I didn't know what was going on. And when we got that first Black Cat, I admit that I thought it was the first issue of the actual Hunted story because that came out first. And it threw me off like, really? The Hunted story is just going to be a recap of these things? So I was a dummy. Uh, but I that, that wasn't as bad. Uh, the Gibbon one was great. That was a great issue. Uh, the next one's The Vulture, right? I, I have a feeling. Yeah, I that, think so. I think that's going to rub me the wrong way. I yeah, that, I don't think too many people you know are going to like, find the emotional connection. No, you, you know one. what gets me with The Vulture? He just he, I don't like looking at him. I don't like his jerk-off yeah. face. He throws me off. It, it looks like his skin's just going to fall right off his I body just, at any I, moment he, in time. I, I like, see him, and so it's old. like I look at him. I'm like, that's what I'm going to end up looking like. I don't need to. <laughs> see a, a, a window into my future uh, just a quick uh, serial question to end the email off do you prefer your serial to be multicolored 
like Lucky Charms to be a normal color. Does that make a difference? I will tell you that one cereal that I don't like, and I actually don't even like looking at it, is Fruity Pebbles. I, I can't stand the look. It, it looks like just I'm just soggy so quick. Also, it looks like I'm at a carnival. I ain't at a carnival. I just woke <laughs> up. I want to eat. And usually I say that. Most of my cereal eating is late at night before I go to bed. Uh, yeah. I actually don't mind multicolored if it's say a lucky charms that just has you know the marshmallows a little different color whatever like i said that tutti frutti you know boppy booty of the uh you know fr- uh what's it called the uh Fruit Loops, fruity Wild pebbles Berry? kills me no that i don't mind oh. that either it's just that that fruity pebbles just it looks silly it looks like yeah. it makes it a cereal that i'm like looks like confetti I, i'm a grown man what am I eating? What, what am I doing for breakfast? Where's my steak Don't and eggs? Don't leave your cereal bowl in the sink either with a few of those like, no, stuck oh, to they the get sides. They're never rock. coming off. Yeah, don't even try to get them. I think that you could actually fashion <laughs> a bowl, bowl made of them if you end up doing <laughs> it could. right. But you have to do it right because you if you don't, it's just going to dissolve away. Yeah, I, 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 I'm a man here. I don't need the, the fruity, fruity pebbles. pebbles. I do like cocoa pebbles, yeah. though. I will tell you. And, and there's no problem with them cocoa getting soggy. Puffs. If I'm doing I'll chocolate go to cereal, I'm going really? cocoa puffs. I usually wake yeah. up and I say, woman, get me my steak and eggs, is what I say. No, that's not appropriate. <laughs> yeah. And, and you know, work oh, well, I believe me. <laughs> if I said that for real... I'd have to watch my or watch her profanity. You'd have to duck yeah, for a raw yeah. steak. I do being all the cooking. I cook. And I do all our cooking now. She does not yeah, cook. Do In fact, the too. other day we were going to have uh, mac and cheese, just, just normal mac and cheese. And I said, "Oh well, I'm going to start recording the DC stuff. Is there any way you can do it?" She goes, "You know, I don't like to cook that sort of stuff. That sort of stuff, <laughs> mac and cheese." Please combine a little milk, space cheese, yeah. and butter. Yeah, that's all it was. Yeah, so I ended up, I ended up doing it. But he says, loving all your reviews, keep up the good work, and thank you, Jacob. She doesn't the add the cheese to the water, does no, she? No, she just Is doesn't do she it. Does? She doesn't do it. And and we we're in the middle of a fight with mac and cheese. Uh, she prefers the craft where you add the milk. And the butter, I actually prefer when you get the shells with that bag of cheese that you just squeeze. Well, I get, I we do all we do all our stuff at Aldi, Uh, so they have their version of both of those. And I prefer the shells, and and legitimately uh, one of the best buys ever. I think the shell one uh, is like sixty eight cents for the ones with squeeze cheese. The ones with just the powder that you add the milk uh, that's thirty three cents a box. And uh, believe me, we we're living what. And and what happens is I do record a lot of podcasts, so I do have to have an emergency type meal that I can make very quickly before I do you know a show or something. And it is mac and cheese now. Yeah. The squeeze cheese just makes it so much easier. Everything is easier yeah. that way. Somehow, well, there's no measuring butter no, or milk. I, I can't do that. I'm telling you, a t- <laughs> tablespoon. What the heck, black science yeah. are you talking about? I, I end up the, the yeah. other day though. I made it. You know, I made the squeeze cheese one for them. For them, Tanya got sick that night. Somehow claims that I might have poisoned her uh, mac and cheese. She will oh. not eat the squeeze cheese one now. And Logan is there to support the claim by saying, yeah, there was something weird about it. What, what was weird about it? <laughs> Dispatch DC it is all the sealed packaging. Yeah, really. I mean, the worst that's going to happen is if you accidentally like, and also like you have the cheese 
a packet and usually you would like cut it with a you know some scissors some i'm like a caveman i rip it off and then i get cheese on my face i got some problems i make it but i don't care i know and i also i am so cheap i will not let an ounce of that cheese stay i'm rolling it up like it's a toothpaste container (laughs) i'm the worst dispatch dc is next says hey guys this is dispatch dc and just wanted to say thank you for the opportunity to write reviews on the marvel site and yeah i thank him more than you he might should. have to. You might have to change his name to Dispatch Marvel. Dispatch you know. MCU. Uh, yeah, and, <laughs> and I go. will tell him that the pleasure is all ours. And he's already. He, yes, it's funny because lighten the load. I, I know from he he had done reviews for a site. He also did reviews on the user reviews on uh, the comic book roundup. And yeah, I, roundup. I know how he is. That he writes seventeen reviews a day. I mean, he is prolific yeah, in his review <laughs> writing. So he out. says to me, hey, I, I wouldn't. And I said, because he was back, we were talking because he, he disappeared for a while. He was kind of down in the dumps a bit. And, and he had stuff to do with his family and things. So I'm talking to him like, man, we, we'd love to have you over in the Marvel and the DC side. He's actually going to start doing Wonder Twins, too, because I don't want any parts. Of it. Yeah, yeah, no. So yeah, I'm like, know, hey, you, you, if you want to review anything, just let me know. I said, we're very loose with, you know, nobody has a quote unquote book. You know, it's not like. Like, I have this book, you have that. It's whoever's going to do it. And uh, because I've even, even uh, Black Widow is an example. Me and you have both reviewed that yeah, on the site. Back we go back and forth. Because yeah. w- once you end up talking about it on the podcast, it, it doesn't really matter who reviews it on the site per se, because we both are reading and knowing it. Yeah, a lot of times when you have podcasts, you end up with one guy only reading the book and explaining it to the other yeah. people. That's not how we do this. So I said to him, whatever book nope. you want. He's like, well, I'll probably only be able to be, you know, one maybe you know a month i'll do maybe two every three weeks or something i'm sitting there thinking like i know you dispatch there's no way that you're only <laughs> gonna do one and, and i think now the i'm telling you going, i think yeah. that now in the in the week i i think he had six reviews <laughs> that's the thing i'm telling you uh, that's and i i said to him i want to set him up on the site so that he gets credit for the reviews on the roundup yeah, and the stuff name. like that yeah, with the name and he's like no nah, i don't think i'm gonna be that involved just yet we'll say i'm like i know you will be because he loves reviewing books <laughs> and he's great at it uh but he says i do appreciate it life can get a bit busy at times which i'm sure you both know so i'll do my best to contribute as much as i can to the site if anyone out there is enjoying my reviews feel free to give me a follow at Dispatch DCU, D I S P A T C H D C U. We follow him on the Marvel side and the DC side. I love talking, and that is on Twitter. I love talking comics, love chatting and discussing comics, movies, video games, more classic than current. That's kind of our jam now on the Patreon. Me and Eric have yep. a uh, retro video game show as well on their TV, 80s, anything. The birds, meaning the Eagles, me and him are both Eagles fans. Trust the process, you name it. But thanks again, Jim. I really appreciate the opportunity. Here is some. As as I like to call it, Q&R, question and response. And Suze knows if your answer is your right answer. Am I right? Yes. Heck, maybe you didn't even say anything and just wrote a review. That was a 9 out of 10 about Vader, yet still get ridiculed for it some way. And he's talking about that <laughs> nonsense. Hey, that's the thing is I'm trying to talk to this person. It wasn't just his review either. I saw like the creator. Taking oh, yeah, some but here's the thing. This thing. is the it problem was, is what, big what he's addressing is the person who was fighting with me kept fighting about, you know, the book in general while I was trying to defend just throwing shade at the sites that please, you know, you don't have to just you don't know us. You're making claims about us personally. 
you know, right. but yeah, you can have your opinion on the book. And then eventually I'm like, I didn't even read the book. I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> and then the person's like, oh, so you reviewed something without reading. I'm like, no, they, there's other people involved here. I was, and then, and then they blocked us before I could get hmm. real men. Uh, because, yeah, I know. I was going to say, I, I didn't even no, get to gonna, make uh, it to the I'm exchange because everything was blocked and, uh, before I'm telling I got you, I was there. being very nice trying to get a conversation. And, and basically I was going to say, and I said this to Eric, I think I even said at the DC podcast this week, because this has angered me, uh, because the New York Times does a review of a play doesn't mean that the guy who works in the mailroom watched the play. You know, there's other people that are involved in things. He says, so here goes, I shall call this asking for a friend. My boss, for the sake of arguments, let's say Tony Danza. Oh, Tony Denzo was wondering Ooh, if you think nice. Gamora has Thanos's consciousness downloaded in her brain. Uh, and he says, I'm simply asking for a friend here again. And this time, uh, and that's that. Uh, do you think that Gamora has Thanos's consciousness downloaded in her brain? Brandon, are you there? <laughs> I mean, I, 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 are you there? I don't, I guess maybe. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I think I, that that would be too obvious. I I yeah. I just think that yeah, would be too obvious. I think that's obvious. a giant red herring to throw everyone off the set. Yeah, so I don't think it is. As far as Guardians It'd be funny, go. though, because it's such a red herring. It's one of those things. It's like, it's so obvious, you think it wouldn't be, but then when it is, it's kind of a twist. It just ends up being, yeah. yeah. I'm simply asking for a friend again here. Let's say Nell Carter. I love Nell Carter. You ever see Who's the Boss? Uh, not Who's the Boss. Uh, it's a Living, I believe, is Nell Carter's deal with a no, young Joey. never heard the, of A young Joey Lawrence of whoa fame uh was on that show and and they have a still throws me off he has the ball yeah they have quite the uh episode where he thinks that he uh should do a play in blackface and it's crazy but anyway since it is now 2019 now and things are changing do you think virtual drinking and falling off the wagon is the same as actual falling off the wagon no I, I do not, though, when I thought of this, and this is Tony Stark Iron Man that we had in there, um, that you you can say that if his intent is to just get blasted and drink again, you could get a thing. Because I'm telling you, if you went on and, and take the drinking out and make it into something like awful that somebody would go online virtually and do, I would say that that's almost as bad as doing the real thing and certain things. So I don't know. I, do you think that I, know, I, I always I think of it like Red Dead. You can buy a beer in Red Dead and drink it. It don't mean I'm you yeah, know, but you're not in a virtual reality with an avatar <laughs> of yourself in there. That's where I think that the the problem with what they're going with it is pushing the idea that his himself in there he's as an avatar himself, and he's yeah. doing it as that. So it is a it is pushing the line a little. But my friend Ricky Schroeder, who sometimes acts like he was born with a silver spoon. In his mouth, which do you ever watch Silver Spoons? You ever see that? I've heard of it. I don't know if I've ever How actually dare seen you? it. Though. How dare you? He's I mean, all these, these good references. Like right before I just I imagine you're a kid jog my memory and, and a show comes on and, and this kid on the Silver Spoon show has a train that that goes around the whole mansion. That's the best thing ever. He had the train also. He had Alfonso. Mr. Rogers? He, no, no. This was even better because you could ride <laughs> it. And he had Alfonso going, doing his dancing. 
Alfonso would show up doing his break dancing and stuff. Uh, yes, yes, yes. If the Avengers were to have time, a celebratory song in Avengers Mountain deep inside the belly of the large celestial being, what song or genre of music do you think they would all agree to listen to? I think it would be probably classic rock, the way they all. Yeah, are I was going to say it'd, it'd be Queen songs. Yeah, you know, yeah, like thing. those victory we are the champions. Songs. Is that that's basically <laughs> yes. their one? We will they're, they're one on victory song. Out. Yes. My <laughs> other friend Jim J. Bullock. Do you know who Jim J. Bullock is? He's a classic too. No. Oh my God. No. You, you, I don't know any of these people. You guys must you be ever, closer to age ever hear than of, each other uh, than I am. Cosmic Cow. Do you ever hear that? Uh, who sometimes no, got a little all... too close for comfort was wondering where you think Ben and Alicia will go on their honeymoon. How about Disney World? And do you think WDW exists in the Marvel Comics universe? It should because Disney owns them. So that would be kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, I, know. I don't know. Well, there, there's a Spider-Man story featuring Star yeah, Wars yeah. this do week. You think, so do you think that they are going to ever go on a honeymoon? Or do you think that it'll uh, always end up not going no nah, they'll probably go somewhere wild like the savage land okay. or something his like next that. my neighbor willie ames <laughs> who's a real crazy. good buddy negative do zone. you know who willie ames is no. did you ever see charles in charge did you ever see like charles in charge at like. all yes, yeah that, that's it's, in he's charge. buddy and and charles in charge also uh, a bible, big hole in bible my, my knowledge is any old actor's name also willie ames i've heard of bible willie man. ames played a character in the dungeons and dragons cartoon i uh, was wondering did either of you enjoy the merging sold heroes from infinity wars and if so any excitement to see them again those infinity warps did you like them because they're coming back no i didn't even read any of them i was i was by the time the you warp didn't like came, weapon that hex was the i like story. weapon hex i actually no. like that as soon as gamora combined everybody i like, the I'm idea like well, of it. this ain't for it's me it's a fun idea though right Right. My back. Do- yeah. my- I-, I took Nick Giovanni's advice and I'm like, well, this one ain't for me, you know. And my back doctor, Dr. <laughs> Harry Weston, was wondering if you guys. Yeah, I'm not even going to ask you. You will never know. Was wondering I if you guys I are excited know. for Savage Avengers. If so, where would you guess their savagely super secret lair would be? I would think that it would be in the Savage Lands. But uh, you, uh, speaking of that, Dispatch DCU uh, has said he wants to review Savage Avengers. So I said it's all him. Oh, Harry Weston's from Golden Girls. Yep. I know yeah. that one. So there you go. He's, there you are. My Grammy used to yeah. watch that all the time. Thanks for the responses. <laughs> Hopefully more to come in the future. Sincerely, Dispatch. And we have... Yeah, Savage Where would their base? That's a ragtag group of people. Savage I think Lands. it's going to be somewhere in Florida. Oh, Florida. Well, that could be in the Everglades. <laughs> Johnny Fresno's next. He says, weird sciencers. Thank you for not including Fresno. In your discussion of poopy towns. In episode 73, <laughs> we don't have a pro football team, so our indiscretions don't get the national coverage of Buffalo or Philly. I would make the claim that our Mexican food is better than any place on the East Coast, but I would say our pizza is better. And our soft pretzels, I would say. I agree with Brandon that Nick Spencer is the number one villain at Marvel. Mr. Spencer is a fundamentally solid writer. I'm impressed with his ability to keep 10 plus plot lines going simultaneously, but his stories lack joy, and they seem to exist just to prove he is smarter than the reader. My good pal, at Tweeted Tongues says that one should read the following as a basis for the Marvel Universe. He says these are the books. At Tweeted Tongues says. It was at Tweeted Tongues. And why is he trying to run, run my life is what he's trying to do. <laughs> and here you go. The, uh, the, the Avengers. The authority of the Marvel U. Yep. The Avengers. Yep. Fantastic Four. Okay. Do that. X-Men. Uh-huh. Spider-Man. Yep. Got it. Thor. Yep. Iron Man. Check. Captain America. 
The guy is drunk. Yeah, I'm not reading that Captain America <laughs> right now. I'm just not into Iron it. Iron Man's right tough too. Yeah, yeah, Iron Man is tough, but we we were giving it a go, and yeah, I I'm telling you, I I don't know that Iron Man would be essential in that list of all of those. I've, yeah, and, and Thor is I'm essential to think of, now. Like, the comparable DC I mean, character really, yeah. that that Iron Man would be, and and I don't know. Yeah, usually there's like I say there's three main you should follow, and and I don't know if any of the Trinity of Marvel are really those books right yeah, now, like. Yeah. The way they're being written, and and, and I, it, it feels to me that when you have the Iron Man, like I mean, Iron Man to me is just as important as say a Doctor Strange or Black Panther, and they're not yeah. on the list. I think that Iron Man yeah, ends up because it's more like kind of what they cover, like you know, the Mystic yeah. Arts. I, I would think Doctor Strange would be one of the big yeah. ones. Kind of, yeah, I would too. Um, and, and Thor becomes you know, one Panther. because of the event going on. I think that makes it, and and Jason Aaron has made it a more important book. But yeah, yeah, I mean, did you necessarily have to be reading when it was Jane Foster Thor, you know, a- as this tweeted tongue says, is good pal. Uh, yeah, I would say <laughs> Avengers, Fantastic Four, X-Men, Spider-Man. I would even say Captain America is not always essential. It runs, yeah. can be essential or not essential. I don't know. Listen to me. See, Listen so, to me. Think I know what I'm you saying. You get flavors of in the Avengers. I don't yeah, think it's necessarily you know pertinent to follow their solos. Yeah, and and like what Captain seems, America and Iron Man kind of lump. Yeah, in what there. seems to be with Iron Man to me, what goes on a lot of times is because he's an Avenger and because of those big things going on there, they try to make smaller stories over in his book that aren't necessarily you know yeah. a, a oh, you know a necessity of the main that don't deal. step on those bigger stories and, and of then the Avengers. He, toes. he ends up going on and now we have issues within issues because which spider-man or which x-men book you, you know what i mean I is it yeah. everyone or is it only well, especially because... x-men yeah you know, are you following x-men in their makeup make-believe land or are you yeah. following yeah. x-men That's in the regular saying. universe so I, i'm telling you what's weird and and obviously this podcast is not set up to do it and not end up like the dc one where me and eric were talking for 13 hours i uh, i mean the the basis of all the stuff that we had over at the DC deal is we read and reviewed every single book every and, book, it, and yeah. it did help out. It does, but it, it's a lot of work, especially at first, but eventually once you get, and I'll, I'll tell you now that we're getting a, a groove going with the reviews and we have reviews on the site that we don't even talk about. I'm going to be doing Hulk Vereen's probably tonight or tomorrow. I'm getting a more of a broad stroke thing. And I think it's helped me out overall in general. So pretty much my idea to tweet at tongues is you should read as much as you can afford that's basically if you can only afford a couple books you know you're, you're gonna get your bang for your buck or your favorite yeah, characters. i think it depends what your where your interests lie too like i'm a real heavy spider-man and wolverine yeah. guy so i'm not picking up every x-men book that doesn't feature wolverine, no and there's gonna know? be it, some x-men fans that are just gonna get those and stuff like that yeah. and and uh, pretty much where where I have problems is what, with Marvel, you know, like 27 books a week. Holy moly. There's a lot of books. I yeah, sit I there and at look at these. I hundred like, last month, crap. that is. That's like literally yeah. 25 a week. Yeah. And, and DC, while they're cutting back, it seems like Marvel's like, oh, well, we'll fill in the cracks. <laughs> we'll, <laughs> we'll fill yeah, in we'll the cracks with 17 books. other books. <laughs> uh, I feel you gave Fantastic Four number nine a fair shake. I love what Dan Slott is doing with the series. Like you, I like the art. I love the art. The colors in number nine were especially memorable and i do love the colors in that book as well yeah. this and avengers are my favorite ongoing marvel titles at the moment and that's awesome thank you for giving love to magnificent miss marvel miles morales spider-man which uh, miss marvel i love I, that is again yeah. that has become that so much Spider-Man, better and more fun Black than Widow. captain marvel yeah i just i, I just love it that. 
Yeah, and I, I liked Captain Marvel at first, when, and I actually am uh, behind a little because we haven't talked about it, but I'll re- be reviewing that probably on the site, so I have to catch up. I got to catch up. I think that was, what, last week or the week before. I, I haven't even yeah. read that issue yet. Uh, Miles, uh, in Weekend Edition, number 72, the John Matuzak episode. I think Saladin Ahmed is doing good jobs on both of those mags. I love Kamala and Miles' characters. I love me and Logan watched uh, Spider-Verse again last night. I love that movie so much. Yeah, it's a great I, movie. I could watch that movie every day i like it so much though i was gonna we were gonna go see avengers endgame tomorrow and and some jerk off i will watch my profanity because i'm about to curse this jerk off is that jerk off Lashawn mccoy no no this jerk off was just a guy (laughs) dancing mike said hey jim and eric i'm going to the movie Uh, i'm gonna go see avengers hey here's my tickets the show's in an hour can't wait this guy tweeted uh, to Mike and me and Eric the spoilers for the whole movie. Every single spoiler. And before I knew what it was, because he had them in hashtags, I saw every one of them. And then I said to Eric, I sent a message to Eric. I'm like, listen, is this guy, is this true or is he pulling my leg? And Eric's like, nope, everyone 100% true. So I know everything that happens in it's spoil. <laughs> and I was, I'm going to kill him. I'm guy. Where's Black Widow? I think that he's no yeah, restraints right. play. I need to get it. No restraints Alicia. tweets. Uh, and yeah, I, I didn't watch my profanity in a curse laden tweet that I gave him and then uh, blocked him. I'm glad to see a new writer take over the characters from their creators. I think this adds depth to the characters. And I do think that's the case as well. Sometimes like a Brian Michael Bendis on, uh, you know, Miles, maybe, you know, maybe he was on it for too long and not even yeah, that. He, he could have went on forever, I guess. I'll tell you but, he was. you know, you get a new voice and it does spark yeah. some interest a lot of times. Yeah, I mean, uh, if, if Bendis was still on uh, Ultimate Spider Man, Miles Willow Morales on, uh, Spider-Man, on. I would have, uh, you would have a hell of a time talking to yeah. me. To review it. Watch your profanity. <laughs> and, uh, you know, G. Willow Wilson, thank God she went over to do Wonder Woman. I'm yeah. loving that. Keep making great podcasts. I know because I love Miss Marvel and now I'm just, I'm struggling with her Wonder Woman. Keep making great podcasts and I'll keep listening. That that sounds like a threat. Right? I know. If we, if we falter a little, he out. You got to stick around. He says, best Johnny Fresno. And then the last quick email is from Matt from New Jersey. who became a Patreon this past week. So that's awesome. He says, peeps, what is up with the aging of the characters in? He has such a good point. We, we look like dupes. I'm telling you, we, I forgot to tell you about this email because there is a big thing that we have neglected. Oh, really? He's saying old man Quill ain't so old. It's supposed to be 55 years in the future. By his calculations, Peter should be 85. He doesn't look old. <laughs> Why does he look like he's in his 40s? No gray hair, no visible hair loss. I guess I didn't think of this. He yeah. says, is it well, his half I, I, alien I think of it DNA? In terms of, of Logan, I know. Uh, just never aging and I'm just aging you, at a much this slower is rate. Quill, so is it his alien DNA? I think so, possibly. Yeah, possibly, but of who his why father is. aren't the rest of the team aging either? Yeah, the rest I, of the I don't team know, is even worse. Also, uh, I'm trying to remember it's, it. But the rest of the team. And, and I'm uh, telling you, Kurt Russell looked like crap. And, and I know, at least the movie. Di- his dad is different in the, in the comic books. It's not the planet, yeah. dude. I know. You it's know? not it, ego. <laughs> it, it's, yeah. Uh, it, that's the thing, though. Still. Still ends up, uh, yeah. It's it's uh, what's yeah, his name? That's it's, a great uh, war- point. I now I'm going to be just thinking of that. The it's whole time what's his I name? Warlock, right? Is his uh, dad uh, in the I, comics, I or at least it's it was just some throwaway it guy. It's some planet warlord. I'll have to look yeah. it up. 
And the rest of the team is even worse. No apparent signs of aging. In fact, some of them look younger than their present day counterparts. It's true. She's got the shorter hair. That's about it. Just think of this though, because what he's talking about is in pretty much the Guardians of the Galaxy book by Donny Cates. Some of them do look older in that than they do in Old Man Quill. Yeah, we're we're dumb. We're dummies. And Drax is even still wearing his genie outfit. Terrible, he says. This is going to skew anything I do with that book anymore. I've been enjoying it for just what it was. And now you've ruined it. Matt Matt has become what we usually uh, are. The killer of dreams. His... it's King Adam Spartax, Warlock, I thought, was J- his dad. Jason, okay. Mr. Knife is the name he goes by as well. It's just right, some random so. guy. You would never really yeah. know who I he must is. Have been there. Given there was a story not that long ago like, about before. it. On a different yeah, note, no. show, show audio quality has improved for sure, and I'm enjoying the sound effects. Nice. Keep up the good work, he says. <laughs> these, these sound effects, you say? Oh, yeah. my. Yo, yeah, so you know that planet, that planet he was uh, <laughs> yeah, on ego. at the beginning of issue one? Okay, yeah. Um, that's Spartex, his dad. That yeah, that's his where dad's. his dad was from. Yes. All right. So Jay Sonnen is his name. And he J-S-O-N. says, thanks, Matt from New Jersey. And that's it for the mail. And we're going to go off to some more books here and get through these pretty quick. Uh, you know, Thrones you have. But we're going to start with Venom. Uh, we're going to start with Venom number 13. And that is written by Colin Bunn, illustrated by Eben Coella, colored by Andres Mosen, lettered by VCs Clayton Cowles. Malik had opened a portal in New York where Eddie Brock and his son Dylan have just arrived. Now frost giants and dark elves roam the streets, and Eddie, no longer bonded with the alien symbiote Venom, must keep his head down and protect Dylan until this all blows over. I will tell you at from the Or is he? Yeah, well, for the first <laughs> half of this issue. Uh, you can't get a more forced setup for him no. to get the symbiote back. So I know. that that threw me off. Well, that, but that's by the what I'm end, like, I'm like, I was this really tie-in enjoying. It's just going to be what Eddie running through the streets with his son. I avoiding think it's just going to be like with a disaster that. Yeah. movie. <laughs> and this is what it's going to end up because you do have Donny Cates off doing his other things. Uh, he is, you know, getting ready for the big, you know, Venom story going on in, in the summer. So this is one where they're getting a break doing this. I don't think they want to have anything happen in this crossover and these tie-ins to War of the Realms that could ever affect any continuity going forward yeah, with what the they have with the story. So you can't yeah. have the main symbiote, but you can't have a Venom tie-in book without the symbiote. The only thing without that you could Venom. do besides <laughs> this but they, they wanted to tie into War of the Realms. But yeah. the only other thing you would ever be able to do here would have had Cullen Bunn come on and do a story from the past, do something that would be out of the past, going on, something like that. But they wanted to be a War of the Realms deal. So you have to figure out a way to get him as Venom. And it is a really, yeah, really they do. It's, they figure it it's out. It's a wishing right. stone, which yeah. I, I guess these are those war witches that we saw before, it, the it's, three yeah, witches. It's a wi- it's a wish you never really asked for as yeah, well. It's kind of so, like your deepest desire. Yeah, she ends up. And and with that, he does need a way to protect his son, Dylan, who he even spells out, hey, I haven't told Dylan Doesn't I'm, really I'm his yet, dad yeah. yet. Again, you can't do too much because I think all of the stuff yeah, is going to be saved. Yeah, Cullen not going to be spilling Yeah, no, no, beans. he's going to be playing this out. So the only way you do it is you have pretty much a wishing stone war of the realms Venom, who is Eddie, who has his own brain. It's not we. He's used to saying we. By the end, he actually says <laughs> we. I mean I. And see where that goes. And so here's the thing. And I'm I'm trying to get the exact page. Up until uh, pretty much when he becomes 11. Venom. Yeah, page it's 11. like, yeah, page 11, where he becomes Venom. 
everything before that, I was like, really? This is how I you're going to force this in? Like, uh. For some reason, <laughs> once I see that dream the machine wish. venom symbiote and then go on from there, I'm in. I actually yeah, it does like look cool too. All it's right. got a little bit different of a look and feel to it. Like, it has like tribal tattoos, him. like yeah. a, a D bag. He's probably there <laughs> vaping in the Quatch side, your yelling, here. yelling about things that he, he likes vinyl. About Jason he likes Momoa vinyl tattoos. over. Oh, I hate Jason Momoa so much. Uh, yeah, so Do you hate like, those tattoos on the Rock though. Is the question. no? I like the Rock. The Rock seems like a guy. Jason Momoa is just that, that the rundown. move. He has the move. Where, yeah, really, your favorite movie of all time. <laughs> Jason Momoa will walk away from the camera, turn, have his smirk. head staring at you, and smirk. And I want to wipe Drives that smirk right off his big, strong, sexy <laughs> face. I, I don't want it. Uh, but yeah, you end up where th- this issue is pretty much all a setup to get us going. It's yeah. basically like, listen, please. And, and to me, I think Cullen Bunn must be writing this and like, oh man, just. Get past the idea of this. Just get past how forced this has to be and just allow me to go from here and tell a cool story with Venom because I can't have it be the symbiote. You know, unfortunately, right before this, the symbiote got separated from Eddie, so he doesn't have one. So please just kind of avoid the idea of it being forced. Avoid the very, you know, hokey way of it happening and try to have some fun with me. And the rest of the pages... I had fun. I actually I did. I thought well, as that soon the, as he cuts the witch's arm off, I'm like, yeah, I'm in. Cuts the witch's <laughs> arm, goes up, and she's even there. Ah, I gotta go back. I'm not gonna tell my sisters about she's this. Like, I well, really, this I really right screwed my face. up. And the, the thing is, you knew it would. But that's <laughs> yeah. the thing. That's oh, the yeah. hokey setup of it. And I'm telling you, I think that Cullen Bunn. He's playing a game here that it's so on front street that it's so forced. He's not even trying to make it work as per se, but make it work enough to go. The elf's head off. He's got the axe and the sword. And that's what I'm telling you. I'm telling you that there's (laughs) blood and gut. But I'm telling you, Cullen Bunn is winking at us when he's writing this. Like, let's just get past these first 11 pages because it's really fun. But yeah, it's okay to me. And I like that look. And you're going, I think the art's great. I I love the art, Uh, especially because... You know, Ryan's segment on the regular book, uh, you're not going to – I don't think you can beat him. You know what I'm saying? You you can't. But if you're going to go, this really goes on the lines of it looks like what a lot of people say that Venom is. It really looks like a spawn book to me uh, by the end, and I I thought it looked great. And, uh, yeah, it's just going to be – like you said, I think it's just going to be Venom going around. And, and chopping heads off and, well, and going through. Got a bi- it looks like a big fight coming up against Jackal. Well, and here, that's the thing. And at the never end, stays dead. <laughs> no, well, this is the <laughs> thing. Whatever's happening with him, pool. though, he's able to wish himself back into being it or whatever he's going to wish for because he's about to grab the wish deal. Yeah. Uh, and it's Jackal Lantern. Looks great. Yeah, I yeah, don't. I don't really think that they're going to go with the continuity that was in the <laughs> Deadpool uh, versus Black well, Panther. Fra- Frank but, Punisher yeah. killed him in Civil War. Yeah, I know. Too. He I mean, just he... keeps dying. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, and so that sets up. All right, I'm down. And, yeah, and if you think of this fun. as just being a mini series, while Colin Bunn's on here, and it's a mini series of like you know Punisher versus the War, or not Punisher, uh, Venom versus War of the Realms. I don't mind. I'd rather read that than that cosmic ghost writer destroys see this picture the Marvel of Venom universe. In the in the back of the yeah. letters page too. Like, yeah. I want to get there. Whatever yeah, that really. is, I want to. Yeah, see I'm that. telling you, this is fun <laughs> stuff. I think it's a lot of fun. I think that it's fun to to get going with this, and yet you got to have a way that it works. 
And it's a wink, wink in my mind to get us to work. It's very hokey. It's a wish. It's a dream crystal, all this stuff going that by the end, you know, like I realized after I went to change the world, going to college and get married, all dreams do come to an end. Usually you find out, usually you find (laughs) out that these dreams are never going to pan out. And I think that's what's going to go on here. But you also have to have a venom that will not lose his mind and do anything to his son either. So Eddie is in control. And I like that ending where he's like, we are. No, not we. I am Venom, and they go forward, and then he's just like, let's decapitate more people and kill. So, yeah, I'm going to go, I'm telling you, I'm going to go 8 out of 10 for this, and the 8, I'm not going to go higher only because it is pretty forced to get there, but I think this is fun. I actually think that this is a funny idea to just be like, oh, what the heck can we do? All right, let's just do this. What would you give it? Yeah, I'm going to be just under you. I'm going to give it a 7.8 because of all that forced nature to get to the it fun stuff in the beginning. Yeah, But yeah. It, once we get there, it, like you just see some venom wildness going on, yeah. heads coming off, oh, arms yeah. coming off. Oh, I'm telling it's you, right time. now, I was very – and, and I'll, I'll say it right now. I even like the art a lot. Yeah, you know, I love it. Stegman, I was, but it's, it's I was worried when we heard these were going to happen. Everybody was bummed. Any fan – and we're fans of the Venom book, the yeah, Donny Cates Venom. Book, yeah. We were bummed out that he's not going to be around till July. And like, oh, man, at least this seems like it's going to be fun. And now I went from, okay, and you can you tell everyone, did I ever mention that we were ever going to talk about Venom tonight? Because I just thought we were going to just ditch it and wait until Donny Cates. So you you said Venom. uh, Wolf Cypher did it on the site and he liked it enough. he, He had his issues with it as well, but liked it enough. And so I'm glad I read it because now I'm like, all right, when Venom comes up next month, I'm, I'm in. We'll, we'll do yeah. it and have Look some forward fun to with it, it. Actually, And we have one last book here. And this is kind of another book I never would have read if it wasn't for you. And I'm glad I, I have. And uh, yeah. this one where it, it's funny each month, and it is Marvel Comics Presents, each month you kind of have this weird back and forth to see which story you like the most. We, we've had some with, you know, two good stories and a bummer, one good story, two bummers, whatever. I actually think that this is the strongest issue so far in my mind. That, that's just oh, yeah, me. Oh, yeah, definitely. And the quality of the three stories is definitely yeah. the highest. Yeah, and it's, it's funny because so we've actually really enjoyed the Charles Soule part of yeah. Yeah. The, this the with Wolverine the Wolverine. Story's been great. I think this yeah. might be one of the weakest ones that he's done, only because it's kind of just a setup. It, you know, it's a setup. There's not a lot yeah. of progression going I, I, on. The whole story. I read three because I, I didn't read three till today to get to this four. But the yeah. uh, third uh, issue, I think, in this Marvel Comics presents concerning Wolverine was my favorite. Yeah, that was my um, favorite too. I think this yeah. is just a transition issue to kind of go get to, to the net. And yeah, to get to the, the big it's finally deal. a little different towards. Yeah, the, that, to that's the what end. I. Think. Think. Uh, though there is one call out that I thought was really cool in this, but uh, give me the stats on this one. And, and with, don't even mind the blurb. Just give me the uh, the writer and, yeah, and that first stuff Wolverine for each. Story is we written have by Charles Soule, pencils by Paulo Sequera, inks by Oren Junior, and colors by Frank DeMarta, with letters by VCs Joe Carmanga. And yeah, this can this is the one story that's run through all four issues so yeah. far. Uh, last issue Wolverine and and Sylvia or Sylvie yes yeah uh, yep, ended up kind of hooking up towards yeah the they hooked end up the in 60s Paris there 
Yeah, yeah. And then we, we joined them 10 years later, and then things are much different. Wolverine's been through Weapon X program, and, and, that's and what she the cool is thing now is, married I, with kids. I love that idea because as and, – and the whole thing has been when things happen, she kind of gets called, and Wolverine and her are linked in. He's yeah. going to help them throughout their whole deal, uh, and it helps that he you know doesn't age and he, he can live long so he can do this. Uh, but, yeah, she calls him, and I like this where they go out and they start fighting, uh, you know, she, and he's drinking. She's like, hey, you know, I need your help again. He's like, all right, again. She's like, yep, the truth is coming. That's the big villain deal. And uh, hey, you know, let's go. All right, let's go. And when they start fighting, and it, it's basically nature fighting them at this point, yeah. the way well, that because the, the, it's war, happening. the first time he showed up was in the war. So now yeah. there's not wars technically going on anymore, but he's he's popping up in these locations where evil things or, or horrible yeah. things are still happening like the test yeah. site for the bombing last the issue bombing and, yeah and, and now and this here, is just a hurricane in bangladesh yeah, and, just a, and a tsunami people. it looks like everybody's yeah. gonna die and i like the idea that uh y- you have a weird deal like hey uh can you clear this path no i don't have enough strength because then i lose it can you clear it man i'm gonna be tired there's that weird back and forth but i love yeah. it at the beginning where he ends up cutting a tree in half and she's like oh man your claws they're Ooh, metal new. And he's like, yep, metal. I don't want to talk about it. And I'm like, that's a pretty cool way to show the progression <laughs> yeah. of the time frame and things like that. Uh, but yeah, what else about it? You can tell me about uh, it. It's, it's only a couple basically pages. The demon, yeah, the demon, the truth presents them with a conundrum, this issue. Instead of just straight on fighting him, it's you can either save these people yeah. or you got to fight me it's and take on the world. It's that classic hero's choice. Yeah, you can yeah. end me that so you have one to two. deal with it. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. and it looks like they both come out on top until the really the very end where Sylvie ends up getting pulled into this evil portal with the uh, the truth and looks like she gets run through by his arm. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's really the end. So we got to wait till next month to see what happens. Yeah. Here. And it's very quick. Uh, yeah. And then. Yeah. And then the next story is a Spider-Man story. I'll just uh, <laughs> write written by Daniel Kibblesmith art by Perry Perez. Color arts by Rich Rochelle. Jeez. And, I can't yeah, say the it. second story Rachel is always been kind of a, a time period piece. And this yeah, is and a, letters a cool by time BC's Cho Karamanga. And it is basically. Peter Parker, and and it's classic Peter Parker. Peter Parker's in line to go see Star Wars. Star Wars has just come out. They even have a long time ago on the island of Manhattan. And it's one of those issues that, you know, I've even read a couple of these Spider-Man issues where Peter just wants to have a a nice night. He's able, and it's like all the stars have a line. The Star Wars <laughs> have a line because Aunt May's next door. May, uh, you know, MJ doesn't want to go on a date that night. You're having all this. It doesn't seem like there might be any crime because everybody's in line to see Star Wars. Yeah, MJ's and not done with the Star Wars. That's my No, she doesn't like the Star Wars. Uh, <laughs> and uh, what ends up happening is a, a super fan guy who, who loves the all sci-fi and stuff, he's kind of at the beginning kind of the jerk. He's making his mother wait in line this old lady and i like peter like chases down lady. memorabilia yeah and he's like oh man i give props to that old lady man she she likes the star wars too and uh yeah basically it's this all this stuff going on but then there's a robbery across the street where peter goes and kind of like oh man i at, at one point even says like yeah you know my spidey sense isn't going off so really 
I don't have to get involved in any. any you I, know, I wonder. So. I think that's because the guy didn't have any real money. No, in that I think bag. that that's Is what that it why? was. It was because <laughs> it was a prop, though it was worth yep. more, so it still showed up. But he, he kind of, in my mind, he's like, "Yeah, the last time I kind of said that, Uncle Ben ended up getting killed." You know, like, "Hey, not my problem." Uh, but he goes off, then stops the guy. It ends up being uh, a relative of the Gibbon. All of a sudden, yep. the Gibbon like, oh, shows the Gibbon. up. I'm crying yeah. now. <laughs> and they even have, you know, they're talking about Star Wars. You see that uh, the guy had stolen some props. Uh, he ends up with a spidey sense going off thinking that it's that laser gun, but it's the gibbon behind <laughs> him. He ends up flipping them. He kind of ties them up and then goes back to this memorabilia store. And he's like, hey, you know, what's oh man, there's no money in here. He's like, no, no, that's a prop from the great train robbery from 1909. That's worth more money than you can ever stuff in. He's like, then you hey, find you out know this what? guy's kind of a scumbag. <laughs> no, he's like, hey, you know what? I'm going to give you. I don't mind because he ends up saying that he sold the other, the piece the of crap guy, from the beginning. The, yeah, the that bunk jerk. Mask, yeah. Yeah, the, the guy who thought he had the classic, uh, you know, Planet I of the Apes mask. this guy was haggling prices face. with him, and, and oh, he was he, so he sick of it. He just, just he's like, he slapped just, and, the and fake this out. Is, this is, and Kibble Smith with this is going to, he's doing a lot of pop culture stuff. He's doing a lot of time things. You even see like a, a Gene Simmons mask type thing in this place. A lot of different things, a Mysterio helmet. Uh, and you, you could have fun looking at all these things. There's a mention of Betamax, which my dad bought a Betamax player back in the day. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, Peter ends up getting uh, this, you know, real honest to goodness and roddy mcdowell mask from planet of the apes mask he puts it on he heads off and this mother's like oh hey bertram which was her son that was the piece of crap before come on we have the deal and he's like no 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 i'm not your son no no you are i'm telling you she just does not like her (laughs) son doesn't care because even afterwards he takes takes it off she doesn't care (laughs) she She doesn't care care. you're not getting any of this popcorn yeah because they're there and 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 i can only imagine that she's doing the reverse uh craziness with that popcorn but she's there and they're like hey let's watch and watching the uh you know star wars and loving it and i I, i'm telling you and yeah that's how I was. I was a little younger than Peter watching it, but I was. My mind was blown. And if I was anybody in there, and there's nobody. I was actually looking. I'm like, the only person in this whole scene where they're there is that kid in the front with his eyes wide open. Yep. That was probably me there uh, <laughs> watching it. And boy, it did. And it's like, I like that. The end and the beginning and kind of the beginning of, you know, fandom and things. And and in this, I do think that Kibble Smith is giving you a little wink, wink at the idea of how fandom is going to become toxic later with yeah. that guy who was jumping <laughs> yeah. in the front and stuff like that. But to me, it's just fun seeing it Peter story, able to yeah. go and he ends up watching Star Wars and he loves it. So you have that. And then you end with the last story which is a moon knight story and you could read the credits for this yeah one. this is uh the green arrow team of ben percy and yeah. juan Ferrer reuniting with letters by vc's joe carmanga uh and i mean this might be the quickest moon knight story you'll ever it read is. in your it's life so quick i like it <laughs> uh, it's almost and, like and ben it's... steps back he's like juan go to town and and i'll fill yeah. the words in later yeah 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 <laughs> and uh if you don't know over at the dc side of things juan uh, when Ben Percy was on Green Arrow, he ended up putting us in a bunch of me and Eric in a bunch of the issues, a bunch of yep. issues of Green Arrow. So I get this. I'm like, who is he going to do it again? Because we were actually in a issue of Dead 
Man or Old Man Logan as well. Yeah. Uh, on the uh, Marvel side of things. So like, one of those bullseye oh, issues, a good yeah, one yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. I was running from getting sliced. <laughs> I ended up almost getting killed in that issue. Uh, but, but you yeah, went out not. the window with Wolverine yeah, yeah, at one point. I did. Yeah. So uh, yeah. So and that that is uh, on our uh, Twitter page. So if you ever wonder what that Twitter banner is, it is us one putting us in a Marvel comic, which is awesome. He's awesome. Uh, and yeah, I love the way he draws this, and I thought that he does it in a way that he even dials back a lot of the stuff that he usually does, especially the coloring and stuff like that is yeah. a Moon Knight thing. So oh, yeah, you because dial when, that when he back. goes into this persona, this kind of suited persona, they, yeah. they've really colored it with like the kind of minimally, and, and it yeah. looks great when they do it. And and yeah, I think that Juan does an awesome job and is getting back to you know like a look of a horror comic type deal that he did at DC when he first started as well. So I I think this looks awesome. I love the progression. I love the progression of when Moon Knight ends up fighting his way towards this guy. And basically this is like a, and like you said, it's very quick. It's almost like a twilight zone type of uh, story where you have Moon Knight thinking, you know, what's going on? This eye almost keeps popping up. It's like, there's like a serial killer type deal going somebody but it ends up pretty much this guy is able to control people in their dreams and end up making them kill things and you have Moon Knight having to work his way to this old guy who pretty much is in intensive care himself is in a coma doing this and uh, you have Moon Knight at the end uh, being a Kevorkian and unplugging there. He unplugs yeah. that. It seems like such it's a, a cool wraparound to the story, too, because he's like, yeah. I mean, if this was me and I was doing this, I, I wish it would be as easy as yeah. somebody pulling the plug. Yeah. For and me it even and... seems as if this guy and even in it, it's an ancient Egyptian symbol. That's what draws yeah. him to the whole thing as well, yeah. because of who Moon Knight is. Kanshu, and when yeah. they you go into this room and it's got hieroglyphics all over this room and this nursing home and the nursing home staff there, you know, controlled their trying They're to fight it off. I just, yeah. I just love the idea that the, this guy's life hanging on the balance here is in such a simple plug in the wall. I know. But even that, yeah. that what makes it's me laugh It's not like a is, giant fight he has to is, take this bad guy that, down with. Is that plug a more of a life support or is that plug tuning them into the ancient power of the Egyptian <laughs> demon? Because it isn't a, you know, I, I think it might be both, but I'm telling you, if I am on life support and I need a plug that's going to keep me alive, you could walk past and slip and kick that plug out <laughs> and, and he's dead. And so yeah. I hope that that's not how I am, but yeah, mm. you, you get a lot of in this and in a weird deal of how, subtle how you know quick how it, it actually gets me excited to uh, actually read some moon knight and if, right, if moon knight stories Percy, are fun they are they're they're mind-bending they're crazy they're, i like and them. with with all the things that we had and, and i had my issues with ben percy on uh you know green arrow at points i liked the rebirth run at the beginning then i kind of you know was getting a little off a, a bit uh his nightwing wasn't really hitting for me as well I always say that, that, you know, some writers have characters that maybe they're better suited for. This is not, you know, rocket science saying right. that. I Right from this little deal, I think that Moon Knight's oh, a character for him. And he loves, he loves uh, like horror stuff and yeah. that, that it fits really well. And yeah, I, I would love it if they would announce that they have a Moon Knight. You can only think that this is 
kind of a demo, a, a you try, know, yeah, a trial, yeah, yeah, almost like a backdoor pilot to maybe yeah. see what people think. Yeah, and I would so. like so more I think of this, that, definitely. I think people, I, I hope that people dig it because I, I would think like to uh, see more a of good it. spot for you to start with Moon Knight would be, I think it was during uh, all new, all different Marvel or maybe Marvel now, uh, the Warren Ellis run. It's okay, kind of just yeah. quick one shot stories, but it gives you good background on the character. Think, and Didn't and Cohen Bunn get on it at does. one point as well? Or, uh, there was, or Charles Soule at were, one point? There's a, there, Jeff Lemire was a more oh, recent Oh, Jeff Lemire is who I yeah. was thinking of. I was thinking of Jeff Lemire. They, uh, back in the day when I'd listened to Comic Vine podcasts, they were really hip, uh, yeah. you know, really that hot on the Moon Knight that book, and Alice. I never picked it up. Yeah, and I never picked it up because I was just reading DC at that yeah, point. So like maybe I will go back lot. and read that. Yeah, maybe they're, I'll check it yeah, out. Yeah, it's not like a long-running story. It's kind of different story, one-shots, and, and they're good books. They're, I really like That's it. cool. But that's uh, I would give this an eight five. Yeah, I think that's what I gave it. Yeah, I think that this is really good, and you're getting you know three stories each time, and there hasn't been an issue that we've had so far that all three were stinking. Even that Captain America goofy story. Telling you that and those sentient Captain America where he fixed a flat tire with a blowtorch. I mean, really, a blowtorch and a flat tire. But we had fun talking about it. That was the first one, right? That was yes, the first that was one. Issue one, yes. Holy moly! <laughs> I, I miss Anna Senti so much. Back. We need more. So much fun, <laughs> and and I I wish that she would know because there's no way she would. That me and you are our biggest fans. We yes. really are. We love her Cat so women, much. Race the the joy that she has brought me over the years. And really, the best thing is I, I get people when, when I say this, I'll get people and they're like, listen, you have to read her older stuff. Yes, she was her daredevil. Really, really a lot of people her always daredevil say. daredevil and, yep. and stuff like that. And I'm like, no, no, don't ruin it for me. <laughs> no. Don't ruin my fun. No. I need when she has a football player in the Catwoman books say, I'm a quarterback, throw me the ball, and it's down. <laughs> yes. Th- that was a quote from what she <laughs> said was a quarterback. Yes. Throw me the throw me the ball, and it's down. I, I don't know what that means. It, was, it made me it's laugh. probably Campbell. He's all confused. He doesn't know yeah, what's really. going on. Yeah, I don't need that either. <laughs> you know, he really doesn't in real life. You end up with the idea, too, that she had a, a story with uh, Catwoman that was in a dream world where everything where was going on was not real. Over. That ended, and she still had the job for issue after issue that she only well, had in the dream world. I mean, when, I go, no when I go to bed at night, I dream exactly of what I do every day. Yeah, really. Well, that's what happened there. She was. Uh, it was the suicide prevention uh, hotline. Yeah. She was on in a story that was based on people being happy but killing themselves. So they, it didn't make sense when it was over. No. She, was, she was still working there. It made no sense at all. Well, to still oh, save yes. those happy people. Oh, I love it. I love it. There, uh, there's a lot of things that me and you have gotten a kick uh you know over the yeah. years that's one of them that and skip to my Lou Bane or yes. two of Batman our favorite Eternal. things ever oh Batman my. and Robin yeah. Eternal Batman and Robin Eternal we had a lot of fun fighting people about that book <laughs> yeah, every time that came out which it came out every week uh yes but yeah we both give this an eight five my book of the week uh is definitely Black Widow yeah, mine too. I had a lot of fun with that I think that that's a really good Steals book I think that if, if you want a action packed you know an action movie on a comic and also horror kind of deal in there as well that you can't go wrong with that so yeah check that out but yeah i'm pretty positive on all these books yeah, uh, this week. week which seems to be that's you know the, the trend here, and that's what yeah. i like well i like the trend of it as a, a whole sometimes like you said we're, we have to do some of the bigger books on thursday and we don't get a chance to pick and choose but yeah the weekends are the time for fun mm-hmm. uh but that's it we'll, we'll say that's it 
Uh, thanks everybody for listening again. If you like what we talk about here and want to hear us talk about more, you know, or even we may not be as goofy. Maybe I don't know. Well, when we do the spotlight, I think it's, just, will be. <laughs> it's usually just the same though, pretty yeah. much. And the Cree scroll war was fun. So if you want to check those things out and support us, go over to patreon.com slash weird science. I will mention that coming up is the beginning of May. If you join up at the beginning of May or anytime during May, you will not get charged right away. I refuse to do that. Some Patreons will charge you the minute you join. I don't like that. I think that people should have the opportunity to check out Trial something period. and see if it's for them. So if you join up on May 1st, you will get pretty much you know the whole month for free. You won't be charged until June. If you quit at any time before then, you will never be charged. You'll just make me sad. You'll just make me feel <laughs> like I'm a sad boy. But, you know, nobody just throw cares. throw you into that. a deep state so, yeah, of depression. Check us out. That's, That's all we say. If you check it out, I think that we have a lot of quality stuff that you'll enjoy. Brandon himself is a Patreon, so yep. he's there. Uh, Matt, that we heard from earlier, he is as well. So that's cool. Uh, but, yeah, that is it. And we'll see you in a couple of days. Yes, sir.